Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. Well, it's great to have you here on this Thursday. You know, the data is starting to roll in on what we like to call the collateral damage of this pandemic. And that is, you know, those who didn't catch COVID but instead got destroyed by lockdown measures. And earlier this week, we talked about StatsCan. They uh, put out some numbers on drug and alcohol abuse, which they show has gone up. Opiate deaths are at their highest. And then I was reading an article today from the Center of Addictions and Mental Health where they say alcohol has been linked to 7,000 cancer cases in Canada over the last year. And even mild to moderate drinking poses a risk of developing the disease in the future, which is not something that I actually knew. Iona Bud, co-founder and clinical director of the Farm in Stouffville and Recover at Home, addiction and crisis therapist, joins us. He's also the host of Road to Recovery here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, Saturdays at 10 and he joins me for what we'll do as a weekly wellness check. So it's great to have you, Yona. Thanks for having me. What do you think of those numbers? Is that a number that surprises you? I don't think a lot of people would associate alcohol with cancer risk. I mean, I, you know, we always hear about smoking. I just never actually thought about alcohol with cancer. Well, it depends on, you know, what kind of cancer. You know, cancer comes uh, like a breadbasket. You know, what size is it and what kind is it? So if we're talking yeah, about liver, liver or organ damage, um, that, that that makes lots of sense. Uh, but I'll tell you something. If you're drinking because stuff is bugging you or you have a drinking problem, your immunity and your wellness, your physical wellness uh, is not going to be at its best. And to, in order to, to even fight cancer or to kind of stave it off, all doctors will tell you, you got to stay as, you know, as healthy as you can, less toxins, the better and blah, blah, blah. So, no, I'm not surprised. The numbers are staggering and quite shocking, but I'm not surprised that uh, continued alcohol use leads to more than just alcoholism and mental health disease. And I suspect, given the data that we are getting now, is still pretty preliminary. I mean, I suspect those numbers are going to get worse because we already spoke earlier this week. A lot more people turned to alcohol and drugs during this pandemic simply because the lockdown measures were that stressful. And uh, a lot of people, that was the only way they could cope. Yeah. And, you know, now since we're, you know, now open, so to speak, or getting more open, so to speak, uh, we're going to start to see people that don't show up regularly for their shifts yeah. and may not come home at night when they're supposed to. So it's going to start to unravel, as you say, and, and I think it's quite astute that over time, we're going to see the mess unravel as people now begin to cope with going back to what their life was like and, mm-hmm. and with all the, you know, all the, the baggage that they now take with them, you know, after this horrible couple of years. Yeah, and and certainly I think that will evolve. And some people will get help and others, as you well know, will not. Um, You know, for me, I I actually stopped working out during the height of this crisis because I was homeschooling. I was working around the clock. I was super stressed out. Um, And one of the things I I had to give up was, was the working out, which is my drug. And I can't tell you, well, I can tell you, I will tell you, um, the effects of not working out and even just getting up and doing the, the workouts that I'm used to put me in such a funk. And ever since I've been now working out again for about a month and a half, I feel much, much different. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, working out, you know, the key things that we talk to people about in recovery and getting, you know, their lives back together is eat well, sleep well, and work out and exercise, right? So working yeah. out for you and for people like you you and me, I'm sure, uh, and others that are listening, uh, working out is the same as, you know, having your morning breakfast or coffee or whatever it is you need to do first thing in the morning to start your day. It's it, it's You need it like air. So if you're going to stop breathing, that makes sense. If you're going to stop working out, same thing. But but it's a ma- it's a matter of taking the first step. It's not always as easy, and I'm pretty disciplined. But even I had to say, okay, you're getting off your ass today, and you're just going to do it. And and once I did it, it was like, okay, I'm in it now. But taking that first step is not necessarily easy. No, not at all. And you know, without you know trying to be your therapist, although I'd love to chat with you about this sometime. <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> I, I could go like forever with you on this thing. But you know, but 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 I know, I know that you had a funky feeling in your belly long before you got off your bum to go do this. And I know that you were feeling stressed and having a hard time sleeping. And I know that you had, you know, uh, days of not feeling comfortable that leading up to deciding I need to go do this. So really the motto, you know, the, the, the answer is when your body tells you to go do something, whether it's drink or eat or use the bathroom or work out or take a rest or go to sleep, you got to do that. And uh, I know you're going to do much better next time if there's ever a next time. Well, I mean, I think a lot of what is happening now is we're, we're into summer now. So I think Canadians in general are starting to feel better because we can finally get out of the house. It kind of feels yeah. like we're not in a pandemic yeah. anymore because we're not trapped inside. So that that's a good yeah. thing. I think if we were still freezing with snow on the ground, people would probably be a lot worse off. So I think that helps. Uh, but it is really at this point, as you say, about getting into this new phase of the pandemic, which is going to require people to finally kind of either take control, get some help, or simply just figure out how to go back to a, a schedule that I think a lot of people forgot. It's amazing. By the way, by the way, it's amazing yeah, how many so. bad habits you can develop when you don't have a schedule. <laughs> no kidding, right? Because what happens when you don't have a schedule is you get bored. And when you get bored, you look for things to distract you. And what distracts you are things that taste good or are shiny or aren't good for yeah. you or you make you get, you know, give you a buzz or, you know, we're attracted usually to things we're not supposed to have for the most part. So, you know, I think in, in what we're talking about here coming out the other side is I think if people start understanding in advance of any difficulty that I need to eat properly, I need to sleep properly, and I need to work out regularly before this stuff creeps up on us, then maybe you're not in so need, so much need of talk therapy and, and rehab down the road. You know, there are ways we can do things to prevent uh, the the toxic behavior that, you know, comes within our ourselves when we start not paying attention to schedules and our bodies and so on. But if we pay attention to what our body tells us to do and don't slough it off because we're too busy, chances mm-hmm. are you can stay ahead of this stuff. And so what are you hearing as far as, you know, um, kind of the pleas that you're hearing when people call? What are they looking for? What do they need that that maybe you wouldn't have heard from before the pandemic? I'm getting a lot of I can't get out of bed in the morning. I don't know what my purpose in life is about. So I'm getting a lot of uh, depressed and um, depressed and uncertain adults. Uh, with kids, uh, I'm getting a lot of, uh, I don't know what my life's going to look like since I just lost a year of, of school and blah, blah, blah. So it's, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people just don't know what the next phase really looks like beyond what we're calling phases from the health department. You know, you know, what, 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 what's going to happen with, you know, going back to work? What's that going to, what's that going to look like? How many people are going to be gone? Like what's going to happen to the business? Um, and a lot of people that also are having problems, um, putting down that, you know, that five o'clock drink at noon. 
and um, you know, trying to get back to that moderation. I'm talking to a lot of people about moderation management who maybe not may not have a real drinking problem or a drug problem, but you know, they're smoking their their, their first joint at noon instead of six o'clock. It's it's a problem, right? So um, a lot of people just don't know how to fit back in because we've gotten a little bit. I'm not going to say term the term lazy, but kind of we got set in our ways and kind of stuck on the couch, so to speak. And I think it's difficult for some people to make that move back to putting on a shirt and tie and uh, a nice dress and go back to work. Yeah. And plus, um, you know, you put on the dress after the pandemic pants and you're thinking, oh, God, I, now where are my track pants? And so you want to go back to those those habits. I will say this, though, <laughs> since having my little boy back in camp, in day camp, uh, he's a completely different child. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was pretty depressed. He was very Absolutely. isolated. He was anxious. I put him on that bus. Yeah. He's been at camp yeah. now for two weeks, and, and it's like a totally different child. It, and I, I, I think that parents, you know, are probably, if they've got their kids in activities and that, are probably seeing the same thing. So I do, uh, I do a summer camp run every once in a while um, and uh, see kids at overnight camps just because I love to get around to see kids at overnight mm-hmm. camps because I used to do that <laughs> as a kid. Anyway, yeah. I digress. But, but, but I, have grandchildren, I have grandchildren in day camp. Uh, one's in overnight camp, one's in day camp. And I went and picked up my youngest uh, grandson at day, at, overnight, at day camp uh, at a camp that one of my kids went to when they were little. And it was a blast. I pulled up early and you could just hear the, giddy, the, the, the yelling and the screaming and the laughing and the giddiness. And, and then as they're coming to their parents to get a ride home, they're exhausted, you know, dragging yeah. their lunch bag and their, and their, and their, and their sheets behind them. Like they're exhausted. I looked at one of the mothers, maybe a grandmother. And I said, see, that's what you pay for. You pay for them to come <laughs> home happy and exhausted. Cause that's what, cause that's what you want. That's a healthy kid. That is a healthy kid, and no question, uh, it is what with what they need. So it is, uh, it's refreshing to see. Well, look, we'll co- we'll continue with our visits, and uh, I appreciate your input, and of course, uh, appreciate your time into this. Thanks for having me, Alex, and uh, make sure you stay on track. I'm on track. I'm getting back there. That is Yana Bud. Of course, he is a host of a show now on uh, here at Global News Radio, 640 Toronto Road to Recovery. And you can listen to that 10 o'clock Saturday nights, and he'll be checking in with us uh, pretty regularly as we call it a wellness check.